0: Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Direct Design Podcast. Uh, today I want to talk a little bit about a freelance subject and specifically how many clients do you need to uh, you know, set up and run an effective freelance design business? So let's jump right into it. So how many clients do I need? Uh, this could be a tricky question to answer. It kind of comes down to how busy do you want to be? Uh, Do you want to grow your business into an agency one day or are you just happy to always be a freelancer kind of working from home in your underwear Monday to Friday? Are you good at multitasking with multiple clients at once? That's another question you need to answer yourself. Uh, do you like to just, you know, tackle one project from, you know, at a time uh, working with one client through, you know, all through through the phases of discovery, ideation, you know, validating that idea with your client and then, you know, finally producing in the product for them and then uh, providing it to them? Or are you okay with, you know, mixing and matching? Like maybe you're doing discovery with uh, client A, but then maybe you're working on wrapping up the final designs for um, a catalog with for client B, maybe you can do those things together at the same time, those are kind of questions you have to answer yourself um, as far as the overall number of clients that you could be working with at any given time uh, if you're just starting up a new business, then the number I would shoot for you to start would probably be around five clients. These should be regular clients, uh, kind of those bread and butter clients that are hiring you repeatedly ideally um you know it can be tough to always have to constantly be looking for new clients you'll be spending you know most of your day doing that instead of doing work and earning money and uh you know that that can be a real challenge especially when you're starting out uh you need to find the clients but you also need to find the work to pay the bills so Ideally, you want to be finding clients that will be coming back for repeat work. If you can find five clients that come to you every month or every other month for work, your life as a freelancer will be much easier. Uh, a, f- a few re- good reasons, too, to use regular clients and reuse that relationship is that you you know how that relationship works. You know, when it's always a new client, then I fall back on my system whereas. I only will only start the job if I'm given a 50% deposit. So if I don't know you, uh, you know, we've met through a referral, maybe we've met online some way, and we've decided that uh, we want to do some work together. Uh, for me to initiate the job, I need a 50% deposit up front. So what does that mean exactly? First off, I would expect the client, you know, to give me a bit of an overview of what they want. Let's say they want a logo. So for a logo, I generally will provide a quick design brief to a customer to fill out, you know, things like what is the name of your company uh, that should show up on the logo? Do you have any corporate colors that uh, need to be used? If so, do you know, like say, their Pantone values? Um, Is there anything else that is a must for this logo? And then I'll get into a bit more of the, the not must things like, is there, you know, around the personality, like, is your brand more of a luxury brand? Is it more playful? Are you looking for something very clinical or, or is this something that can be more fun? And based on that brief, then, you know, I'll have a, hopefully an idea of the design that I want to do for them. But anyhow, I will provide them with that brief. I'll expect them to fill it out. I won't actually start working on that logo though, until they've paid me 50% upfront. So circling back, if you're working with new clients all the time, you have to kind of take that rigid approach if you don't want to get burned. But if you're working with the same customer over and over again, um, you know they're going to pay you. You know what it's like to work with them. You know you've got a rapport built already. It should be an easier relationship about getting additional work done. It shouldn't be a pain in the butt, um, at least most of the time. Um, And you can then start to offer too like if it's if it's someone you know will pay you that um, you could start a job without anything up front and maybe just charge them an hourly rate. I don't charge hourly rates for new customers because I don't again know really how this is going to go. I'll give them a flat rate. So you know, say it's a thousand dollars for a job, five hundred up front, five hundred when I deliver the final product to you. But if it is an existing client, you could then just charge them an hourly rate if you know they're going to pay you. So anyhow, trying to get up to that five regular clients is what you should be kind of shooting for. The other advantage, too, of having those five regular clients, like I said, is it allows you to get some regular cash flow established. Um, This will also free up your time from looking for clients so you can get the actual work done. So that's the other tricky thing, too, right, is you might only have one regular client. You need to be careful about your time, right? You don't want to be spending 80% of your time looking for those other clients and only... 20% 20% of your time working on the project, you know, you need to prioritize. You should probably get that work done first for the one client. Keep them happy. You don't want to lose them, as well as get that money coming in that they are going to pay you. Then, once that is done, then get back to actively looking for new clients and trying to pursue other ways of finding work. But yeah, make sure you're prioritizing getting the actual work done first. Uh, like when you're starting up, you never turn down a potential client. You want to take the time to meet them and review their project. In some cases, you might not want the job, but it makes sense to meet with everyone so you can start building those relationships. So like I said, you never want to turn down a client when you're still you know, trying to build that initial list of your regulars. Um, you will run into some people that you would definitely shouldn't work with. If you ever get someone balking at wanting to pay you a deposit, move along. Don't do that. You will get burned. Um, if you ever run into someone who is talking poorly about the previous designers they've worked with, then you again should probably move along. Like generally I've found that when you work with people that complain about past designers, they usually are not happy no matter who they're working with. So yesterday they might've been complaining about someone down the street, this other designer who may be your competition. Tomorrow they'll be complaining about you regardless of the level of service and job you do for them. So, Be careful about who you end up working with, but definitely meet with everyone, whether that is in person or over the phone or even just via email. Have a conversation. See what they need. uh, See what their timeline is like. uh, Get a feel for if you think they will be easy or hard to work with, and then make a call whether you want to try working with them. You know, often, unless it's like a serious red flag, I'll work with everyone once and see how it goes. Uh, Make sure you deliver that work as quickly and as professionally as possible. Even if it is someone who ends up being, uh, tough to work with, you don't have to work with them again, but you don't want to leave a poor taste in that customer's mouth. Cause you know, they can go and tell their friends and that could potentially get back to you or lead to less uh, work for you down the road. So even if you get into this project and you know, it's not going great, still deliver that final work and, um, Pass it off to the client, and then just avoid working with them in the future. Uh, But you don't want any poor uh, press for yourself out there. All of this circles back to how many clients do I need, though, in the sense that even though maybe that didn't go very well with that client, they have other friends that might need work, and as long as you do a good job, there's nothing to stop them from still referring you to a friend. It doesn't mean you have to work with the original person again, but they may give you a connection to a client that's actually someone good to work with, and that could help to add to your stable of regular clients. So you definitely want to get out there, network, take on work, uh, deal with people, and you know just get in the habit of that until you're building up this um, regular list of clients. Once you have your you know, your five, maybe up to seven clients that are your regular stable, you should also don't be afraid to look at picking up one-off jobs from other clients. Uh, over the last two decades, I've easily worked with over 100 different businesses. Some of those were one or two projects and some were several. So don't turn down a well-paying one-off job as that's a way to build extra income for leaner months. And it also is a way, like I said, to potentially meet uh, other connections that might lead to you know regular client work down the road. So when you're just starting out, as long as you have one client, you are now officially a f- freelance design business. So focus yourself on getting that first client. Ideally, try to see if you can get that person to be giving you regular work if you can, Uh, Maybe when you're starting out, you're just doing a job for friends and family, so that'll likely be one-off work. But what you should really set your sights on is trying to hook up with a small business or, um, you know, someone that's similar to you that is starting out and they're looking to get work done on a regular basis. And, you know, that could be a good connection for you or to have someone on an ongoing basis. You guys can grow together um, as you're business continues to grow, theirs will grow as well. They may be looking for more and more work and they can then refer you to other vendors or connections they make through their own business to lead more work to you. That's happened to me on several occasions. So anyhow, focus on getting that that first repeat customer and then from there you can scale it up to you know adding two three four five of those If you can get up to five repeat customers you're going to be probably nice and busy every month and be doing fine so hopefully this has been helpful in helping you to figure out how many clients you'll need as you're starting and growing your business uh... there might be a misconception that you know you need to have twenty thirty forty customers for a freelance business and you really don't like i said five Repeat customers will keep you fairly busy, and if you find that you want to scale that up, you can to, say, 10 customers at that point. Maybe you're looking more at creating an agency, and maybe you need to bring in some additional help from another designer to help um, get all the work done. But a nice regular stream of work can be found if you're willing to put in the work to first find the repeat customers and then give them the awesome customer service that they will require to continue to Uh, work with you over the years. So yeah, that brings this episode to an end. I hope you've enjoyed learning a little bit about um, how many clients you need to run a successful freelance business. And I'll be back uh, soon with more posts about freelancing. Thank you.